What's going on, ladies and gentlemen, sinks and inks, and welcome to Lactic Acid. I am your host, Dominic Smith. As always, a very happy holiday to you. We are a few days away from Christmas. I want to say six days away uh, from when this is being released. So I'm excited. I hope you guys are excited. Please be kind to one another. Listen, I know Christmas is all the glitz and glam, but hey, it's always good to take your time, be mindful of others, and be sure to enjoy the holiday season. If you are not listening to Christmas music on full blast, then I have no idea what you're doing. But today's episode is sure to bring you some Christmas cheer. It is a fun episode that I am releasing out to you, and it was one that I enjoyed recording. But before we get to that, please be sure to follow us on all the social media platforms, Instagram, Lactic Acid Podcast, Twitter, Lactic Acid underscore pod, and Dom Smith News, or Dom Smith underscore news. I'm going to have a link tree league link tree link excuse me in these show notes uh that will have where you can find us where you can follow us please be sure to follow our youtube page lactic acid with dom smith we have some great things going on we're doing an exclusive series recapping the end of the year with track talk just released one yesterday with my man colin waitsman of track world news and we're going to have another one that will be released sometime this week and we just got done recording a bucket of track talking fried chicken with my good friend laura thweet it was off the rails it was so much fun i really don't know how to say what we talked about because we talked about everything and we exchanged a lot of great laughs so it's sure to bring a smile to your face but today elise cranny is the guest and elise is one of the coolest people one of the nicest people and one of the most inspirational people that you will ever meet she actually turned the tables on me as michael scott would say oh how the turntables and she asked me a few questions that i asked her i'm trying to tell you she is going to make a great talk show host one day and she's making a difference and she will continue to make a difference on and off the track we talked about medical school we talked about bike Bison. Yeah, we talked about bison and bison burgers. Uh, we talked about how our off season is going and the things that she's really excited about headed into the future, heading into next year. Um, we got a chance to talk a little bit about dancing. We talked about baking. Um, we talked about signing foreheads at a big regional cross country meets. It was a fantastic conversation and you are going to enjoy every second of it. Thank you all for the support. Want to thank our partners over at Track Barn. Please be sure to check them out whenever you get what you need from that website. When you get to the purchase, type in lactic acid 10, all caps, no spaces to get 10% off your order. You will not be dissatisfied with the product that they are putting out. As always, thank you all so much. A very Merry Christmas to you. This is our second to last uh, episode before the season ends. We will release one uh, near Christmas Eve, and it is something that you do not want to miss. As always, thank you again, and I'll see you soon. Enjoy the episode. What's going 
going on, ladies and gentlemen, sinks and angst, and welcome to Lactic Acid. I am your host, Dominic Smith. Hope everybody is having a lit holiday. I hope it's more lit than a Christmas tree on New Year's Eve. And if it is not, today's guest is going to get you in the Christmas spirit as we spread good tidings and all that stuff that you see on television. She is a certified baller shot caller. She ran Stanford, was a baller then. She is a national champion, been on the Olympic team a top 10 finish in the 5k at the world championships in eugene she was a high school legend i know Dion sanders is the big deal in boulder colorado but the real prime time was balling out a few years back prior to his arrival and she is my guest today none other than the legend that is miss elise cranny fam how you doing i appreciate you coming on the show Wow, I appreciate you having me on. I appreciate that introduction. I think that's the most hype introduction I've uh, I've ever been, and I don't think I've I've ever been compared to Dion Sanders. So honestly, to be in the same sentence is made my day. So Listen, there you go. <laughs> like we say, I always say I am the official reporter of Flavortown USA. All thriller, no filler. We keep it real <laughs> on the show. So that's just what it is. That's the truth. The least is a baller on and off the track, and you're going to get a chance to know her more in this episode. But to start, been asking this question. You know, Christmas time is here, happiness and cheer, fun for all that children call their favorite time of year. And so there have been a couple companies that have caught wind of your awesomeness, and they said, we need to create a holiday promotion to celebrate the awesomeness that is being portrayed by Elise Craney. Those companies are Food Network and Yankee Candle. And you know what? Ben and Jerry's, let's just slap uh, Brother Ben and Pastor Jerry in there as well. They they said, we want to get on this awesomeness too. Hallmark, they were like, you know what, we're we too busy making movies. But we can slide in another time. But they, you know, one day they got together. They were in Palo Alto. And they were, you know, hanging out by the tree. And they said, you know, we we really would be doing ourselves a disservice if we did not boost her awesomeness so the people can enjoy it. So they said, let's come up with a holiday promotion. So this is what we're going to do. Food Network said, you know, we got too many baking championships, cookie shows, cookie throwdowns, pumpkin bread man contest, all that nonsense. So we're going to do one better. We want her to do one or two things. She has to create an, a custom burger or pizza. Or if there's a meal that she just has to share with the world, she can create that too. And we will put it on every menu known to mankind across this great land of ours. Yankee Candle, not to be outdone, they said, you know what? Let's do this. We're going to create a custom candle. And whatever scent she wants, whatever scent she'd like, that's what we're going to make. And we're going to sell it at Home Goods. Ben and Jerry was like, hold up, wait a minute. Mm -mm, you cannot forget about us. We want her to create a custom ice cream that we're going to put in every store in these United States. So what they need from you is the meal for Food Network, the scented, scented candle for Yankee Candle, for Yankee Candle, and the ice cream for Ben and Jerry. Oh, dang. Okay. Let's see. Um... So I'm going to go, 
I'm going to go the burger route. I'm going to go, um, I'm going to go bison burger. I'm going to go grilled pineapple. I'm going to go goat cheese. I'm going to go jalapenos, caramelized onions, and a Spicy chipotle aioli. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> that has to be a West Coast thing. So, <laughs> so, so before we even jump into the candle stuff, I just have a few questions that I have to ask. My journalist sense is something with. Um, bison. So I'm guessing that's a richer cut of meat. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. It's pretty juicy. Gamier. Okay, cool. I'm not mad about the bison. Well, we got pinos, pineapple. Uh, and us, but see, I ain't gonna hate on it because I don't have to eat it. But it does sound intriguing. <laughs> it sounds like it's like a, spicy, uh, sweet, and then you that, get creamy with the goat cheese. You know, like you gotta hit all the okay. All so the I, taste buds. I, I actually kind of like that. That's a flavor town extravaganza. So I like that. Yeah, okay, that's what I, I was uh, going for. You know, you gotta hit everything. Okay, I think we need to call that one party like a rock star because you get all of the flavor, or you know, a taste of rainbow, something like that. I like that. I like more, it. I like it. Yeah, the more I kind of you know deep dive deep into it, once it gets in my soul, I'm like, okay, you know, I would try that. <laughs> you know, put that on a pretzel bun and everything with some with some fries and okay, okay, I see, I see. That's what. So we're I'm I'm for. slowly slowly selling you. You don't think it would be like you people would have to warm up to it. They're not. I I feel like based on your reaction, they're not like loving it initially. You're gonna see. Listen, anything that's not like fried chicken, you know, I have a, a interesting reaction. But that's that's all good. That's all good. Um. So, but I like it. I like that. I like that. I'm I'm starting to get game to it. I feel that. I feel that. That's a Santa Claus, you know, midnight snack. I I could dig that. All right. <laughs> What are we doing about this candle? Candle. Oh, man. You're testing me with scents. Probably not like a fruity candle. Probably some sort of like, you know, like cinnamon, like homey candle scent. Yeah, like a cinnamon apple. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. That's a, that's a refreshing answer. Usually people, as of late, been coming on here saying coffee. Um, oh, coffee. Dang. Uh, yeah, and I'm not a coffee drinker, so it's it's just you're not like, a coffee drinker. I hate coffee at least. I tried. Shout out to Tori Parkinson. Uh, she actually inspired me to try it, and I went and paid four dollars, almost four dollars, for a small cup of something that was written in hieroglyphics, and it's nothing <laughs> that I'm I'm gonna do again. So y'all can keep your frapper crapper chapel, but it would make a good candle. Um, not, not even gonna lie, a, a, a good, good candle, as long as it's not like a black coffee. Yeah, um, I'm not really a coffee drinker. I'll occasionally have like a latte or something, but I feel like a lot of people on the team are like horrified. A lot of runners in general, they're like, you don't like have coffee every single morning. I just, I can't get on the, the like everyday black coffee train. No, it's, it's, it's. <laughs> Like my mom loves black coffee. To me, I smell it. That's like the we sing old song, nobody knows the trouble I've seen kind of coffee. Um, so but listen, that's why she's thriving. Y'all see if more people were like Elise, then you know, maybe people would, you know, the world would be a better place. What are we doing about this ice cream though? That that's a big holiday ice cream. Ice cream, okay. Does it is it holiday flavored? Is it like holiday flavored? Man. 
Okay. Uh, um, I was going to go like a chocolate peanut butter or something, but that's not very holiday-esque. I'm going to go... It can be. I'm going to go... It can be? Yeah. I mean, it's a Reese's, but it can be, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's see. No, I'll do... um, I've been really into like mint chocolate chip ice cream recently, so I'll do like a kind of like chocolate, almost like a chocolate peppermint, maybe some like chocolate, some like peppermint bark to get some crunch so not like just candy cane but more kind oh, of man i don't know at least you like my long lost <laughs> sister out in california wherever you are i like that you know it's tis the season for the mint i feel that i feel that yeah yeah okay. wow so you see this is why people you know that's why they came together and said listen we need to do this we we need to do this because those are great i like listen, it I want that burger now. I, who in Orlando? <laughs> I don't even know if Orlando sells bison. I don't even. I don't. I don't know where I would. I would get. I need to find that. We gotta I'm, get you that burger. I want your like honest review of it once you've like actually tried it. I want to know what your what your honest thoughts are. There's a place that I think sells weird burgers, and so if they could get if I could customize it. So bison, pineapple, pinos, um, spicy aioli, goat cheese, Go, goat. Ooh, Jesus Lord, have mercy. You can't forget. You can't forget the goat cheese. <laughs> okay, the goat cheese. See that that scares me a little bit because you know that that's that tang tang, and I don't know if I can. But you I don't know. I, if you can get it. You can wrap your I, head around that. <laughs> but I'm. I want. I want to try it. I really want to try it now. That that is, you know, I'm, you know, cooking meatloaf tonight, but I kind of want that that bison burger and, and stuff. Okay, listen, if 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 I'm gonna try it, I'm I'm gonna look for it and I'm gonna try it, and I'm gonna okay, let you know. Let me know. I got you, fam. I got you, Elise. Like I said earlier, you are a baller fam like you have when honestly so at least national champion i didn't even put it america that's why i I said she's better than prime at least got the american record she ran that race like she it was incredible um beat shalane flanagan's old record um in the indoors and circle back you make the team top 10 finish in unique conditions so have you really so when I make the comparisons to prime, I mean Colorado had a losing season. So pretty much to for me to put you in that category, I think it would make them lightheaded because they would be so dizzy trying to look up at the levels of success that they would have <laughs> to try to achieve. But when you sit back and you look at the great things you accomplished last year, well, let me ask you this: have you sat back and looked back at all the great things you've accomplished? Um, just last year yeah I think at the end of the season I kind of like to go back through and look and just look at like really sit down I think you know you do it after each individual race but then kind of the season as a whole like what you would do differently kind of how you would approach things differently what what went well Um, I really kind of like that period of like reflection um, after the season for sure does it give you encouragement does it you look at it be like dang you know, I did this, I can do this, and I'm going to do it. 
you know, as you head into the future specifically, 2023 is just around the corner, oddly enough. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so does that kind of give you some confidence? Does that encourage you, especially in these hard winter months? Yeah, I think it does. I think especially, um, you know, as you're saying in the winter or like in the fall, like now when we're doing base training, because like you're doing a lot of workouts, just like building that strength. You're doing a lot of like volume and mileage, but you're not really kind of doing those more like, I don't know, like flashy, you know, workouts where you kind of have an idea of where you're at. So I think it's yeah. kind of easy to get kind of lost in the monotony of just like the mileage and the strength building piece. Um, so I think that's where it's like really helpful to come back to. Um, you know, I was also, I was like just yesterday, actually, I was, you know, writing kind of a lot of thoughts, like going into 2023. And I think, um, looking back at the year where you feel, um, you know, you feel like good about some performances, but you also are like, okay, there's more there. If I make these tweaks, I think that's like really motivating and encouraging to me is like, okay, you know, I was on the right track, especially I would say in that indoor 5k, um, but then, you know, got a little like overtrained and things. And I'm like happy with how I was able to kind of turn the rest of the season around like worlds and then the rest of kind of the Europe racing circuit. But I think there was like a lot to be learned in there. And I think, um, you know, hopefully avoiding kind of pitfalls like that in the future is something that's like really encouraging that I'm looking forward to next year is just like really finding that like consistency to like keep building on on the year from last year. That's a great word because I had a question lined up that I can ask, but, you know, injuries and all that stuff aside, that's a part of life. You know, that's just like paying taxes. You know, everybody, you know, has to deal with it. When you've been healthy, you've had some Waffle House batter consistency when it comes to your performances on the track. I'm curious from, you know, an athlete's point of view, how do you maintain that consistency? Um, how do and how do you you know to your point you know kind of build upon it because that's the hardest from an outsider's point of view that seems like the hardest part of track and field is just being consistent yeah I definitely think it is and I don't I think I learned that in college like you said like after experiencing some injuries I think that's when you realize like just how important that consistency is like you need you know that consistent training so it's not so up and down and then I think um I think for me, I would say kind of since the Olympics, like really working like with a sports psych and really working on like the mental side of things for me, um, just being much more intentional with that and practice and races, I think has been a huge piece of the consistency as well. Like, you know, it's like then your approach, you know, doesn't change whether it's like the first meet of the year or whether you're like lining up with the world championships. And I think that's a really big part of finding that consistency is like, you know, really having like that strong mindset that you're, um, you know, you're able to to race with no matter what race or like what level or what distance um, then allows you, I think, to find that consistent consistency across like the whole year and a lot of different like yeah distances and races. I remember the 5K back at the uh, championship you, that you won, USA Track and Field Championships that was run at nine o'clock in the morning. Because if I'm not mistaken, it was supposed to be hotter than Satan's toenails that day. Um, and it probably was. And yep. <laughs> you who see, I live in Florida, so you know heat is just like water. Um, it, it is always there. But I didn't first of all, I didn't know it got like that, <laughs> that like that, that in Oregon. 
I don't think a lot of us did until we were like, why is this one time happening over, yeah, over the trials or USAs? Why why now? I'm like, why is y'all making those ladies run in that heat? (laughs) Like, yep. Oh, man. So I'm of the mindset that you build toughness. um when you run in extreme conditions like that but i'm actually curious from a runner's point of view who ran in that what was that like because i was i was like listen it's supposed to be 98 here today (laughs) but still it's just like lord can you send a a rain shower of like gatorade and like electrolytes to cool off the surface of the sun uh that hits the ground yeah yeah it was brutal so hot i think also, too, I feel like for both the trials and USAs, I feel like part of it, like, I don't know. I don't remember. I guess I, I just feel like the trials, it was kind of like, I don't remember knowing far in advance that it was going to be so hot. So it was kind of like, all right, like, you're not really like, I guess, um, doing any sort of like, tra- like sauna training or things like that to like prepare. Um, and so I think yeah, I think that's where, like, again, the mindset piece is really big. It's just, like, being, like, okay, uh, a pace, it might be a slower pace than usual, and it's probably going to feel way, way, way worse than usual. <laughs> and, like, you know, but I think that's where it's, like, you know, not, like, yeah, not panicking when, like, maybe you're running a slower pace, um, you know, like, or a more tactical race, but it feels like you might as well be running, like, 45 seconds faster than you are. Like, I think kind of that's where you have to have, like them be careful of the mental response to that right of like okay it started out so tactical and we were like jogging but you're like it's hot so it feels like a way harder effort but I can't let that yeah like deter me from kind of like staying engaged in this race you you have like the the toughness of hen's teeth because that is <laughs> I, I could tell you right now I, I I'm I'm not a runner people on this show know I did just shot put in the discus and and even when I was coaching you know I would make my kids run and I was like you know thank god I don't have to do that anymore <laughs> and stuff like that it's like if somebody told me you know it's going to be 108 degrees but we're going to make you run you know at nine o'clock in the morning when it's 101 would it feel like temperature of 115 so please be at the track at 8 30 I'm like well I hope y'all have fun. I hope the Lord blesses you richly because I'm not doing that. Let's you know, you're like I'm out. That's, I'm, I'm out. Good. I'm Listen, set. well, for me, you know, I'm not running anything. Anything. I only deal with things with K's that involve money, not running. So <laughs> not repeats. No, not repeats. Not not finals. Not preliminaries. No. <laughs> If if and make sure my K is a capital K. I don't need the lowercase K. So no, that's that's what I was I was just thinking like that is that was because people look at the times like no that was a slow race. I'm like listen they <laughs> nobody's walking in that and you yeah. have to like run all with that. But it kind of I look at that and then I look at um, the race at Worlds and it's just like top ten finish in that field like round of applause because that is that was to me just watching that and having watched almost all of the races that was as equal as impressive wow thank you you're like the ultimate hype person here i didn't even know what i was walking into today i'm just 
Listen, too much energy and hype. I love it. It's all facts. You know, you don't need energy when you have the facts on your side. Like we say in journalism school, hashtag the truth never expires. So, you know, it's all love on here. It's all good. We'll get back to the track and what we can expect next year in a hot mo second. But now it's time for what um, what this show is made for. What are three things that people do not know about the legend that is at least Cranny? Three things. Oh, man. Um, let's see. Um, I love to dance. I'm not very good. Okay. But I love to dance. Um, okay. I, let's see. What's my second one? Um, well, I guess people that know me now know this, but I, I like love asking deep life questions and like really getting to know people. Like I've said before, if there could be basically like an app where you could just like meet up with people and just like get to know them, like many different ages and backgrounds. Like I just love like getting to hear different people's life stories um, I'm not very good usually at answering questions. You usually have to get me on a podcast to answer questions. I'm pretty good at a, pretty good at deflecting questions and, and firing them off. But um, that's something I really like to do. Um, and the third thing that people don't know about me. Um, let's see. Um, I'm trying to think of another of another thing that not many people know about me. Why oh, you think? Oh, um, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. This is a really random one, um, but um, I am obsessed with like obsessed with perfume. So I usually I learned this from my uh, from Valerie Allman, who is my was my roommate in college, and she just got me absolutely addicted to perfume. So usually just absolutely douse myself in it so most people probably don't know that i guess unless you're around me and then ideally you <laughs> you smell it maybe <laughs> like you but, take a like i mean like drench yourself in perfume uh maybe not drench but probably a, a bit excessive <laughs> well i mean valerie allman is an olympic champion so if you hanging around greatness then i mean you picked up on something great so exactly not... <laughs> i think i think that was like a big part of her success so i'm just hoping that you know, with time, hopefully that like metal success will, will rub off on me. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie to you. This is what I would do personally. This is what I would do personally. Yeah. I would get, I would go pay like a hundred dollars for some cologne and I would have like a coach or something right next. I would just smell like, like, oh my gosh, I don't smell good. And then I would drench myself in the cologne, like 30 seconds before the race. Watch how many people drop out. Because as soon as you get near them, it's going to be like they had a sinus infection. They just have to drop out. In the yeah, room. yeah. It'll be a huge distraction. Yeah. Like, that's, that's see, that is that Stanford education. That's why you have to play chess and not checkers in this life. That's, that's just what it is. That's a chess exactly. move. Exactly. Wow. me. Um, <laughs> and I guess that's the form of chess. I don't know anything about chess. <laughs> I can play. I know there's like a pastor, a bishop, a whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I guess I need to pick that up. Um, I was gonna say about the app while you were thinking of a third one. That would be good 
as long as there's background checks prior to yeah to... yeah there is a bit of yeah there's a bit of a yeah it would have to be a make sure it was a safe situation for sure <laughs> yeah uh i think you should host a podcast yeah i've yeah. i thought about i thought about i've thought about doing a podcast because i do i do love questions um asking people questions yeah that's why yeah, usually I've it's been an adjustment to do podcasts because I'm like, at least you have to answer these questions. Like you can't just fire every question back. Like I would love to fire every question back that you're firing to me. Like I would love to know your meal and your candle scent and your bed. All you have to do scent. is all you have to do is ask. Well, here's the thing. Let's hear it. I think I think your audience wants to know. If you okay, <laughs> so okay, fine. I'll give you a chance. Present the question to me as I presented it to you. Let's okay. Oh, the whole here. the whole shebang. Why not? Come on now. It's it's Christmas oh, time. Okay. Wow, you did such a flawless job. Okay. But you can do it in the at least cranny style. Okay. So don't do my style. Do your style. Do do your okay. style. Okay. All right. So Dominique Smith, he is you know he brings the energy, the vibes, the enthusiasm. He makes everyone's day. He's He's really good at bringing holiday cheer. I've only known him for a brief time and he's already just like absolutely Christmas season, holiday season, rubbing off on everyone. So we have Food Network, Yankee Candle, Ben and Jerry's coming to you because they need to just totally revamp their, you know, holiday gift giving selling situation. And they're like, we need some major energy we need to make people's day, we need to bring them joy. They're like, Dominique is our guy, but they need to know what meal you're going to make for Food Network, what candle scent you're going to use to, you know, bottle up that, that energy and joy. And they want to know what, uh, what ice cream flavor is unique to you that's, yeah, going to bring people um, endless joy this holiday season. So, what do you got? How are you going to bring that energy, passion, joy, and love for the world in in those three items? Well, Elise, thank you for the opportunity to answer questions. Long-time listener, first-time caller. So I am very honored to answer this prestigious question. So, you know, when it comes to the meal, uh, is it a burger, pizza, or can it be anything? Anything you want. That's tough. Oof. So if it's anything I want, I'm going to my roots. I want two pieces of fried chicken. I want macaroni and cheese, some collard greens with the turkey next to them. To all my vegan friends, I'm so sorry. Um, You know, as Shirley Caesar said, you know, we got to have the greens, beans, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, rams, hogs, dogs, chicken, turkish, rabbits, you name it, all of that. Um, but yeah, two pieces of fried chicken, macaroni and cheese, collard greens. Um, I make a cornbread casserole that is legit. Oh, dang. Um, so yes, we will have the cornbread casserole and on the side, a piece of red velvet cake. So that is my go-to point. That's what oh, I want you to say. Oh, dang. Wow. Everywhere. You got it all. I got it all. I got it all. And here's the thing. I could cook everything, all, all of it too, because I do majority of the cooking. As far as the candle scent, you know, I'm a big, uh, I can do, like yourself, 
the best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud and for all to hear. So the candle that would sing would be probably an apple cinnamon or some kind of peppermint, like candy cane ordeal. Ooh, I love it. I love it. Ice cream. That's a tough one. So uh, a wise athlete once told me that the mocha, the peppermint with the peppermint chunks, um, I believe she was the guest star on a show called Lactic Acid. Um so I'm just gonna go vanilla. Vanilla. Yeah, we're going basic. We're going basic. Ain't plain and simple. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. That's good though. It's like, you know, you don't need to you don't need to overdo it. You gotta go with what what works. You see, this is what I'm saying. It's just a conversation and you killed that. You know, I try. I try. You're leading you're teaching me your ways, you know. You're like yeah. also, you know, slowly helping me become a podcaster journalist because so here's the I'm thing working on it you're working on it and you balling you balling <laughs> shot calling thriving with the capital th so that, that, that's what it is that's what it is i mean that was really good and it makes me feel good because i need to ramp up the the toughness on these opening questions i used to have one if you had to pick a superhero to describe who you are on the track um, who would you go with? And the reason, so shout out to Adara Light, and she actually gave me my first job covering track and field way back when. But she came on the show because she was my first ever guest. Because I, I don't think lactic. Well, I know lactic acid is nothing without her. Because without that opportunity, I wouldn't have continued to fall in love with the sport. And yeah, she flipped some questions on me. I'm like, what you doing? <laughs> Were you ready? Were you prepared? No, I was not. I was not. I was. I was not. The, the squad was not ready. At least I was not ready. Um, we love that you... though. Then we get your authentic answers. You know, we got to catch you off guard, and then it's just like, what's the first thing that comes to mind? You got to mm. know. Yeah, I think she asked me about the superhero or or something, or how did I fall in love with what that she was. She was curious, and I was like, oh. God, this is this is crazy. <laughs> uh, but where does this? And I want to get to the dancing part. But where does this passion for people come from? Because it's a genuine passion to get to know people, which is which is not something that is. We need more of it. We need more of the genuineness. You know, some people just want to know all your business and stuff like that. But no, you actually have a passion for people, a heart for people, which is a gift. Wow. Um, man, I don't know if it came. I mean, I feel like like growing up, um, both my parents are physical therapists. And I think um, they just like loved the people aspect of what they did, like not just like you know, treating people for their injuries, but like really getting to know them and form a relationship with them. So I don't really know if I don't really know exactly where it came from. But again, I just think um, I don't know that. Okay, this is gonna like, I think about this a lot. I just think it's so interesting that um, a concept that I come back to a lot is just like, you know, people can have like be in a similar environment or have like similar experiences. But like, how they see the world is like, is so different based on, you know, how they were raised or things that they've gone through. And I just, I think it's like, so like fascinating to learn about like other people's like life and how they see the world. And again, like, I don't know what, what their greatest fear is or what makes them tick or things that have had like a really big impact or changed like the trajectory of their life. Um, 
because, you know, everyone has such different answers to those questions based on, yeah, things that they've like been through or things they've experienced or like people that have like, you know, touched them in their life or, you know, given them advice that's stuck with them or I don't know. I just, I think humans are so like fascinating and complex and I just like love getting an insight into how people like see the world. Yeah. <laughs> how has it changed kind of your per- perspective on how you see the world, especially with there's so much going on in the world? Yeah. Oh, that's such a good question. Um, I don't know. I think just like, I guess first, just like more kind of like compassion, empathy, and patience. I think, you know, when you really, I think a lot of times, like you're saying, like, we don't take the time to like, get to know one, one another. So it's like really easy then to like, see an action that someone does and be like, I don't know, like put off by it or something when it's like, okay, if you understand more where that person's coming from, or what they're going through, like, I don't know. Yeah, I just think a lot more like empathy and and compassion and um, yeah, and patience. I, I, I still believe I have to put it as a tie. I still believe I said Rebecca Mara was like the mother Teresa, but I think it's a tie. I think it's a tie between <laughs> you and like uh, Rebecca for to fill the shoes of Mother Teresa. Or you're like, uh, what's that lady's name? You're like the Queen of Genovia. Kind of <laughs> swag. Um, uh, what's, I met her. Shout out to Julie Andrews. Yeah, shout out. To wow, her. wow, I'm honored. Yeah, I love um, I love Rebecca. We overlapped at Stanford, so. Yeah, so I'm honored I don't know. To be, to be in the same category as her. <laughs> a, a justice light. But I don't, I don't know. It's something about y'all Stanford. Women, that's just like you're printing. Like greatness comes from Stanford. Like Katie Ledecky, Stanford alum, is like the yeah. like the nicest person. Then we have YouTube. Like I, I, don't, I don't know if Stanford wasn't a billion miles away. You know, I might go there and have a piece of chicken or something like that. Um, <laughs> so maybe you got to go there to get your bison burger. <laughs> probably because I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, figure out. I got to go to California for a bison. bison All burger. the way to California. Oh my gosh, what are you? What are you here for? You know. Have you heard of Destination Meals? I had to get on a plane and fly my happy tail all the way to Palo Alto to get a bison burger and a fry. The question is, do you think that would enhance your experience or do you think like the burger would have to be out of this world for you to be like, this was worth my trek here? Listen, that burger need to set me free. You know how much it costs to get from <laughs> Orlando to California. You're gonna have like a what five hundred, six hundred dollar burger. Yeah, I'm like, listen, can I put this burger on layaway or something like that? Can we <laughs> work out a payment plan or something like that? Um, oh, man. I mean, I it might be worth it. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's. I'm sure. I don't know. I feel I feel pretty good about my burger choice, but I don't know if I would say it's that out of this world that I would, I would advise you to do that, but I'll have to think of a meal or something. I don't know if there's anything that, that could be that out of this world. I don't know. Maybe your cornbread casserole. That sounds like, you know, Oh, listen, homemade. Now, sounds like your specialty. So let me, tr- let me tell you something about, I listen, I'm from the South. So I, I, we know about cooking. Um, 
shout out to my mother, Von Wilson. She taught me how to cook, and then I stumbled upon some recipes. We get down on the holidays now. Let me let me just let me just tell you. We have tables. You know, people are like, what's on your table? I'm like, plural. Tables. Multiple. Table. <laughs> multiple. Multiply that by two and carry the one. And that's what we have. Um, so, yeah. I, the food that, that I can cook, I will say, is a destination dish. I will say that. Um, Do you guys have any um, holiday specials? The Smith family? Any, uh, any go-tos or, like traditional things that are always cooked around the holidays oh so this is gonna end up in a big debate so some people call it stuffing we call it dressing um, okay and so it's it's so let me i have friends that's like you eat dressing like why would you eat hidden valley ranch i'm like no it's not <laughs> that kind of dressing um it is technically cornbread dressing and so we actually use the stovetop stuffing mix to put into the dressing. Um, so that's like a two-day, that's like a two-day thing. It's the best thing you've ever had in your life. Let me tell you something. You you get the cornbread and then you put your veggies in there and you put your chicken stock and then you boil the okay, let me that's I can't give away too many secrets. Um <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This sounds this sounds absolutely incredible. And then I make a macaroni and cheese that will make you want to go and testify to somebody it listen it will pick you up turn you around it's it's got some power to it uh um, you have some like secret ingredients in there or it's just made with love or what's the i don't want yes. you to reveal too many secrets but so i will say this i will give this secret away there's two Kerrygold butter it's an irish butter okay you it costs two arms and a kidney but girl, let me tell you something about that butter. It's that worth is, it. It is worth it. It is. It is worth it. It is worth the four dollars and eighty nine cents. I I call it a, a labor of love, a sacrifice. You know, I'll, I'll I'll sacrifice something. You know, for that butter. Um, and then this is gonna sound so stupid. Thin sliced American cheese. Oh. Um, on top. Okay. And so. Yeah, I I gotta I could listen. I and the reason I can't give you the recipe is I'm still tweaking it. Um, okay. But yeah, we usually do like turkey drumsticks. Well, we did that this year. Sometimes we do barbecue. Like we'll add like I'll like Ooh. I'm cooking some pulled pork, um, you know, just to go along with it and and stuff like that. So you know, you know, we get down. I'm not yeah. Ath- yeah, I'm not an athlete anymore. <laughs> um, you know, I retired after I peaked in high school. Um, <laughs> so you know, it, it's 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 good eating. Let's let's just put it that way. But, I mean, amazing. You live in the land of rainbow beer and good food. So I mean, I'm sure you guys get down in Oregon. I mean, we get not not quite like that for sure. I gotta gotta come have some of your uh, mac and cheese, cornbread casserole, dressing. I'm gonna make you a deal. 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 Okay, well, let's hear it. So, the Olympic marathon trials are in my hometown of Orlando in January of 2024. Okay. I if you make it down here, I will fix you a plate. Okay. And I will bring Sounds it like to Lake. I, I will bring it to Lake Eola, um, 
from what I understand, it's the starting the least to start. And you can find you a place to warm it up. You can't now. Here's what we, we call them knockout plates out here. Because you're gonna you will fall asleep. You know, it's that food that just sits there and yeah. marinates and the flavors. It's like, what did I eat? But you're gonna feel so good. And I guarantee you, two days after you eat it, you'll run a PR. See, at least she's gonna mess around to run uh 1353 in uh in the 5k. And people, yeah, I'm trying to tell you. I can't I can't wait for the post-race interviews where they're like, what's a secret? And I'm like, Dominique Smith's incredible plate that he gave me two days ago has fueled me to sub 14 minute 5k. Yeah, it's like, can you do it again? It's just like, you know, I don't know, <laughs> but I did it this time. <laughs> so then people people will be flocking to Orlando. You might have well, to like, you know, pull up a like cooking cooking side gig after that. People might be, you know, coming to you for for food to fuel them to PRs. Listen, that's fine. Just bring you. I take cash, <laughs> no checks. Straight, no chaser. Cash, no checks. Come on now. Perfect. Um, that's that's how we're gonna do. But you are a dancer. I like that. How? I'm not. I'm not a dancer. I don't think you can classify me as a dancer. I just enjoy doing it. But I am. I I wouldn't class myself classify myself as a dancer. Okay. Well, <laughs> would you classify anybody who runs as a runner? Yeah, I would. Would yeah, you classify okay, anybody fair. who eats as an eater? <laughs> yeah. Would you classify right. anybody who watches television as a television watcher? Yes. Then you were a dancer. I didn't say you was Michael Jackson. I didn't no, say you I'm... were Janet Jackson. <laughs> you could be as good as Tito Jackson for all we know. But <laughs> you're a dancer. So where, where did that love, what, what's the dance that you do well? Oh, man. Um, I think it started... Um, I took like some social dance slash swing dancing classes in college oh, and oh, just okay. loved it and kind of forgot about it for a while. Um, but I've gone to, I've only gone to one, but gone to one swing dancing class here this fall, which was really fun. Um, I'm a big country music fan. So any sort of, anytime mm-hmm. I can learn some like, you know, line dancing, that's fun. Um, yeah, like I said, I'm not very good. I just find it to be like incredibly freeing. And I think, you know, especially, you know, when like as a runner and I've been running for a long time, it's always fun to um, like try something new. I definitely am like a bit intimidated when I went to the swing dancing class here. I um, told myself I was going to go every week and I was definitely quite quite intimidated so I I could be better about going back but there is something about like learning kind of a new skill I just feel like that's like you know you can get to a point in your life where um you know you're kind of in that comfort zone and just like doing what you've done for a while so it is like that's something that's like very fun and exciting to me is trying to like learn kind of learn new things with like essentially no not much background in them I don't know it just feels like you're learning to master something you know and it's like you can do that. You're still doing that in running. Like you're always like working and growing and learning, but it's in such a different way to me when you're kind of, yeah, learning like a completely new skill that you don't have, you know, background in or you haven't done for like several years. I went to a, a, um, cause I dance. I, if I just said that all this stuff about you being a dancer, I guess I have to classify myself as a dancer too. But like when I was younger, I was in a community center troupe and dance troupe and so uh-huh. a- after that first I love that. 
listen, we hit that Tootsie Roll. That was our, that was the jam, you know, uh, that we danced I love to. it. I love um, it. Yeah. So, you know, we were styling, profiling. And then, you know, I had to retire for my knees sake. And I went to, I'm not a huge country music fan. I'm just not going to lie to you. Okay. Um, okay. There's a couple, like I got a couple country music songs, you know, on the iPod, you know, Sister Carrie. Um, I actually like country Christmas music. Oh, really? Like Lady Antebellum. Okay. Um, they have a couple songs that's like, have yourself a merry little Christmas. <laughs> um, uh, shout out to my dog Brett Eldridge. He has a song on there that's really, really good. Um, Sister Carrie, obviously. And then uh, Martina McBride. Uh, she okay. was actually like her early Christmas music was like part of the reason why I love the holidays. But um, I go to this country bar called Cowboys, uh-huh. and they do. I it's like I don't <laughs> I don't know why. Oh, I think it was for a birthday party or something. I was in college, and they were doing line dancing practices, and it's just like everybody can everybody can try it and stuff. Now I like to think I can dance. I know I have rhythm. But that line dance and stuff and that swing dance, that's it is learning a new trick because I don't know. I just remember making a fool of myself. Honest God's truth. They were doing, they were swaying and stuff. And so when they got the swaying, I started hitting the Dougie. And so I'm like, am I doing this right? And they're like, is that the Dougie? And I was like, yeah, it's not what y'all You doing? jumped like, in there. I loved it. I love it. Yeah, I ain't doing it again, but you know, it was <laughs> it was worth it. I could see you like in in like the kitchen cooking oatmeal and then it's just like work, work all day long, and then you just like doing the heel kicks and all that stuff. <laughs> you like, gotta practice. That's the time. That's like after the swinging class, like you just gotta start doing like some, you know, triple stepping all around the house. So yeah, making my oatmeal, you know, putting in the microwave, adding a couple triple steps in there. Listen, <laughs> if you if you I feel like you would hit the gritty pretty well I don't know about that I feel like and I hope I hope to God I hope there is somebody that comes out and just talks so much trash to you and then after you win the 5k you just like hit the gritty and then you're just like <laughs> bouncing and all that stuff like oh God. maybe I need to learn I just need to you know need to be ready that uh, listen if you stay ready you don't have to get ready that's how you know that's true I like that I actually yeah. really like that. Yeah, stay Great ready <laughs> so you don't have to get ready. I don't know who said it, but shout out to me for saying it on the show. Um, <laughs> God, I forgot. The so, do you still thing. like to dance? Do you still yeah. you still throw down? Yeah, come on now, you have to. <laughs> Something come on, and all of a sudden that foot get to tapping, and then you get to moving, you get to grooving, and everything. So you you know how it. What's is. your jam like? What's like this song comes on, and like you are like getting down to it like you're like this oh, is my song boy. everything i just everything make yeah i make dances off of anything okay Tempt- you can put the temptations on and I'll, I'll find something to hit that too literally pretty much i don't know there's there's a few there's like old people music there was actually on my instagram account and i keep saying this it's on my personal instagram account we had a family birthday party recently and so my family from Alabama came and we made this huge soul train line and like Ooh. I don't know I led this I had to lead it um and so but I don't even remember the song but it was just like oh snap like that's my jam and <laughs> there's so like, you were leading the charge yeah everyone was, was following you were out there 
Yeah, I got it on. That's what I said. I put it on my social media. I have it on video. And I have my big old afro. I have my big old afro on and everything. So I don't know. So is there is there a jam for you? I love like the interaction. You've been asking me questions too, because it, it is a uh it makes it lighter. <laughs> Cause now yeah, I actually I... now I actually have to think. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i don't know i guess i don't know if i have a a go-to jam either um, what would be like your pump-up song i'm curious my pump-up song yeah um see in high school i listened to a lot of eminem pre-race <laughs> which i feel like people were very shocked by they were like wow they like think i'd be listening to some country or something and then they'd realize that i was just you know you can't get some pumped. Eminem rap. <laughs> you can't get pumped up off of country music. You can't. I would argue you can. What, what like country it. music song? <laughs> There's only one country music song that I have heard that I'm like, ooh, okay, we, we could, ooh, let's go. Like you get pumped up. That and that was, um, that's the only way I know by Luke Bryan, um, Aldine, and some other guy. Okay. Okay. Or or when Ludacris uh joined in um Dirt Road Anthem with Jason Aldean <laughs> and he started rapping and I don't even know, but he was like, They call him Jason Aldean, but I call him Jason. I'm like, okay, Luda, okay, what what, what, what we gonna do today? Are we gonna run? We're gonna jump like you know <laughs> outside of I that. have found a, a few good country songs that Nelly's featured in. Those those are those are pretty okay good. <laughs> okay okay but so is that is that the country song that you can get pumped up to because i i haven't heard it like what am i supposed to get jumped, no i just like, feel like you know country just like i don't know it's like feel good so it's like you're pumped up because you're just like yeah like i'm happy excited to go race i guess it's not like it's not like i guess typical pump up you know it's not like you're listening to like some sort of like rap or pop that's like really getting you going i suppose <laughs> rap makes you go rap has you looking for people like <laughs> like country is just like i'm country pers- definitely it does not fall in that category i will no <laughs> country just is like i'm proud to i'm, I'm just so grateful <laughs> like it's just it, it, it's like going to church and it's just like the lord has put you here you should be thinking that's like country like i'm just so grateful yeah. to be here i'm, I'm grateful yeah. to be in America, I'm grateful for the dirt roads and the beers. Now, my you know, my ultimate country song is uh Zach Brown's fans. You know I like my chicken fried. That that's my I was just say, is it chicken fried? It is. That uh, that's at the beginning you you were uh, upset that chicken fried chicken wasn't in my meal, so I figured I was I figured not upset. <laughs> I was not upset about that. You I like bison over fried chicken? <laughs> I'm just listen. I don't know how y'all get down over on the West Coast like that. I thought you were gonna tell me a taco or something like that. Oh man! Um, but no, Eminem. I could I could see at least Cranny getting pumped up to Cinderella Man. Because um, that, <laughs> that's that a, good my, uh, a good one. Uh, shake that is a good one. Without Ooh. me, I like da 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 da. There's some like Cracker Bottle. Um, 
crack up. Oh, I can't say these lyrics on this show. I get it. <laughs> Forgive me, y'all. Yeah, you know, you may have to cut that part out. You're, I, start, you're starting to get into it. <laughs> starting to get into it. Slim Shady. Like, oh my gosh. I forgot where I thought I was. Uh, so let's, let's move on. So before I say something, um, when you're not running, when you're not talking, getting to know people, um, which I, I just have to say this. I think you would be the best talk show host. Like, really? I think you would. Yes, I, I really would. Appreciate that. It's very, like, very kind. Like, I, I, you would kill some of these people on TV. Because <laughs> it's like, you do, oh. I think you, I think you kill. I'm just, I'm, that's just out there post-retirement. I mean, okay, post, post-track okay. and field. Um, you know, I don't know beyond the lens is what you would call it because you really want to see into people's journeys and everything like that or something like that wow you're really getting my like my mind turning I thought you know maybe I'd enter do something in the medical field post running but maybe I'm gonna you know pivot do a complete 180 and be a talk show host oh well no 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 don't don't you know a little bit of both I kind of I kind of like both of them yeah I mean Gosh, you and Olivia Baker are gonna make like the doc be the doctors of America, you know, to come from Stanford. Yes, so, yes. Um, I mean, no, but I can see like you would have great bedside manner. Um, because you would actually like what's wrong? Like you fail the test, why? What's what's struggling? And then you turn into a shrink. But then you could be like, Well, that's why you have high blood pressure. And they're like, Oh. So what you're saying is I need to cut toxic people out of my life so my numbers can drop like the toxic people I cut. And then next thing you know, you, we've solved obesity. And exactly. Wow. Like it sounds it sounds like you need to you need to get in there. Nope. Um, shout out to all my doctors. I ain't trying to do what y'all do. Nope, 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 nope. The devil is a liar. No, 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 no. No, don't don't even do that. Um <laughs> But when you're not running, communicating, all that stuff, what's what's life like for Elise Crane? Oh, man, that's a great question. TV, cooking. Um, I was going to say cooking, like cooking or baking. Um, I did hear love. that you're a good baker. I I really enjoy it. Um, yeah, I, I'm trying to. Um, I don't know. I feel like growing up, we did a lot of baking. Like my great grandma and grandma would um, make homemade biscuits. And then we kind of just around the holidays, we kind of started this tradition of doing like a dessert party. So my sisters and I would just make a ton of dessert. So I do do really like baking, especially, yeah, especially around the holidays. So what holiday baking championships should we have you on (laughs) of, of all the challenges they have? Oh, man. Like what baking championship? Who would you whoop? Oh gosh, I don't know if I'd whoop anyone. I would just be, I would just be pumped if I could make something that that tasted good. <laughs> I mean, if you got that like lineage of baking, then literally, yeah. You know, the thing is, do you prepping for this show? There's a song by Kendrick Lamar, and I don't listen to a lot of rap. I listen to a lot of. Oddly enough, smooth jazz and old people music, like Frank Sinatra, Motown, all that stuff. But this song popped up naturally after I was listening to an interview because it's like, 
your parents were ballers. Now you tell me your grandparents were elite bakers. And now you and your sister are elite bakers. And there's this song called DNA, but like the first part, I think he was rapping about you. I think he probably listened to an interview or he forecasted or foreshadowed this interview. And like that first lyric, I got, I got, I got, I got royalty, <laughs> got loyalty inside my DNA. Cause it's just like, what the heck are you not good at? <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you can classify us as elite bakers. I don't know, but you're, it's the you're stuff that you, you're, it's the you're stuff really that you bake dry. <laughs> Is it dry? Uh, I like to think not. I mean, occasionally, but like I would say for the most part, no. Okay. Listen, <laughs> I look at it as long as I don't choke on it, <laughs> then I think we're, we're doing a good job. <laughs> oh, no. Is that, a, is that the bar you set for for desserts? As long as oh. you don't choke on it, it's <laughs> Girl, I've had some dry. I've had some dry food that water can save. <laughs> like I had, like, it's just like no, you need some milk. You need that lactate to or lactose to break down all the chemicals that's inside this dry piece of food. Uh, so yeah, that's the bar I set. Okay, I I don't think I've ever made something that was like basically impossible to swallow. So I guess. I guess we're doing we're doing solid. What's the best <laughs> the thing? Solid that, middle of the road. <laughs> there's the solid middle of the road. What's the best thing that you say you've made? Um, a couple years ago around Christmas, we um we were looking for like a cake recipe, and I found this really good. It's kind of like a pecan coconut cake with this really good good icing, or I'll do like a carrot cake with cream cheese frosting that's kind ooh, of like ooh, that's one of my go-tos and one of my favorite desserts so like usually usually something like that i'm a i'm a red velvet cake that's that's my red velvet cake that's your... chocolate chip cookies oh nice so do you do you know how to make a nope. mean red velvet nope, cake no no no, no. I, baking is not my forte so you stick to the cooking but baking is no i well we got a couple little nice bakeries Shout out to Whole Foods. Let me tell y'all something. If y'all get that brown butter or chocolate chip cookie, it, ooh. Ooh, it will, it, ugh, that's a good cookie. Let me tell you something. I ain't know nothing about no brown butter until I had it. And so I've been trying to make brown butter stuff and it's just burnt butter. So I can't replicate <laughs> it. But that, that cookie from Whole Foods, that, that is, that is it's so good. It I do feel so like brown good. butter is a game changer. Like in, cooking or baking like but i agree it's hard to like not burn it and get it just right but when you get that like it gives it a whole different flavor it's i have a friend of mine a good a really good friend of mine she and her mom own a charcuterie um place in nashville um uh, shout out to culture and company I always got to give them a shout out um uh, my friend ashton her mom um uh, and they serve the charcuterie boards on a um, conveyor belt, which is like the first of its kind in the United States. So just had to give them a quick shout out. If you're in Nashville, please be sure to go to the l and market <laughs> and check them out, everybody who's listening to this. But she told me that brown butter makes it sweeter. Oh, and really? It gives, it gives it, it's like a natural sweeter, sweetening um, taste. So it's, it's hard to replicate, but I got it once and it it was a game changer. It really was um, a game changer. But no, 
I baked a cookie brownie a long time ago before I was asking a girl to homecoming in high school. Ooh. And I put my foot in this cookie brownie, at least. I'm I'm telling <laughs> you, ten toes down. Like it was the it was it was good. <laughs> it, so it is that was, is that good. where you peaked? Your your baking peaked in peaked in high school. You were like, I'm I'm done after that. Mic drop, I crushed it. I'm done. Well, well, you start burning stuff. It's just, it's like you know, that's just a sign. That <laughs> downhill, you, downhill from there. <laughs> yeah, down, downhill. You know, I would get cookie dough, and I'm like, oh, let me try these cookies. Put a piece of bread in it. <laughs> Couldn't get the cookie soft. If it hit somebody, it would knock them out. Um, that's how hard they were. I was like, no, I can't. I can't do this. Let me st- stick to what you know. Yeah, you know, yeah. If, if you know, so that's what I tried to do. Um, and so yeah, it went down. I don't like I my mom and I would bake stuff like we baked the apple cobbler, Ooh. pie. We baked the peach cobbler. Um, okay. But after that, we were like, listen, there's people who do this for a living that we need to donate our funds to. Yeah, um, yeah. And so money there's, well spent. <laughs> there's a couple places. Shout out to nothing but cakes. Um, I know they have them everywhere. And then there's a place called Sister Honey's. Um, a local place that we go to but no that's that's some serious baking that, that you're doing out there so like i'm not even mad at it but you mentioned the medical field uh so what kind of doctor do you think you would be or would you like to be um so i've gone back and forth between yeah like really interested and in, i studied human biology in college um, so like human biology and also psychology. So I don't know if I would go more the like therapy route or kind of more directly the medical route. Um, but for um, one period of time, I was thinking about neurosurgery, but then decided I don't think did a little bit of shadowing and decided that was not for me. Um, and so, yeah, I'm not exactly sure. I think any sort of um like surgery um would be interesting um I don't know potentially OBGYN um honestly my mind is is pretty open to to anything I I might have to be you know getting some like real hands-on experience first to know (laughs) I feel very very far from that (laughs) would you ever do like primary care uh potentially yeah yeah honestly you know, like you said, just, I think, I mean, I think that's why, you know, when I did some shadowing with a, neuro, a neurosurgeon, just like, there wasn't quite enough, like, patient interaction for me. And like, you know, as we talked about, that's something that's um, really important to me. So I would want, you know, to be able to really, like, follow, you know, a patient and build a relationship with a patient. I have great doctors and one of them it it was a game changer for me because he sat down and he explained just like you know you're okay this is really what's going on and that interaction that he had just changed it calmed me down he gave me a game plan um and we built a relationship where i'm okay with him talking trash to me uh and stuff like you've established some you know some you gotta establish that like trust and yeah yeah, connection so, and I think you would actually be really good at that, um, you know, especially with, 
in today's society where it's needed more than ever because there's a lot of people who don't understand a lot and a lot of people are scared yeah um, it freaks them out and that's why people don't want to go to the doctor because it's like oh no and then it's it is we here's what you would do you would do what we would hope web md would do <laughs> um because you know i had a sinus infection it turned out just to be a low low grade sinus infection and so i looked on web md and the next thing i know i'm out here looking at a coffin because yeah like, yeah dead. no you can't do that you can't do that <laughs> because like i said i'm dead like i'm gone yeah you know yeah. so no, no i, I think can... that's I think that's something that like especially being you know in like I don't know just like the running world and I think you know growing up in a family that was you know really active and I think like focused on you know able to be focused on like nutrition and stuff as well I think that's you know when you talk about primary care I just think that's something that I'm definitely really passionate about too just any sort of like preventative care but also like a holistic approach um to healing like the body and mind I think that's still something that's like very much missing um in our society is like okay approaching it with like yeah like you know diet exercise mental health like all of those things first before you know kind of like over over prescribing medications or like you said like really helping people or patients like understand instead of and you know be kind of yeah, an advocate for like their health and involved in that process. I think sometimes it's like can be so overwhelming when you go to the doctor and you're like, I don't understand any of the like language that's being used. So you feel very, yeah, you feel like you're kind of in the passenger seat, I feel like versus like fully understanding, yeah, your body, your health ways that you can, um, yeah, prevent certain diseases or like maximize and optimize your health. So that's something I'm really interested in as well. I ain't kidding. I think, I hope like the people from Hall, because this sounds like a good Hallmark countdown to Christmas movie. Like, <laughs> Elise Cranny was a was a baller in Boo Boo Falls or whatever they call it, you know, like Christmas Tree Lane <laughs> and Hometown Hero goes back as a doctor saves the day. I'm just telling you. That would be that's a Hallmark movie. Maybe a little lifetime, just depending on what happens. <laughs> depending on on how the movie plays out. <laughs> yeah, depending on how the movie plays out, you know, lifetime may have to jump in. It's like no, 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 no. Is there some darkness? We need to pick that up. <laughs> um, last question before we uh, wrap this thing up with a bow. I, and I forgot to ask this at the beginning, but recently, um, I saw that you signed a forehead. <laughs> or, or 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 some or some something like that you've like been doing your research you've been doing your research <laughs> like you sign a forehead and i saw your face when um they asked you it, it was like you know run that back what <laughs> like uh can you i can was you, very hesitant for sure <laughs> you know i understand we're trying to save trees but y'all, it's okay to use a piece of paper. Like, it just it's just okay. A note card, a phone. You know, phones are good. Take a selfie or something like. But a forehead, like I, I yeah. don't. I, I, and shout out to the young lady. I, I, I love the creativity. I, it, it stumps me. You know, I'm 28 and and I know I'm showing my age, my old age, because I feel like 28 in dog years, so about 144. <laughs> 
what was what was that like <laughs> i like i said i was very hesitant i checked multiple times i was like are you sure you want me to do this and um i had a few people ask and then one um one of the girls who asked is actually dathan ritzenheim's daughter and she goes okay. to to my high school and Oh, you uh, I was like, your dad is going to be absolutely horrified that I said your forehead. I was like, are you sure you want me to do this? And she oh. was like, yes. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Man, I was, I was just like, you know, these, I'm glad to is... see it washed. It washed off. I was afraid it was going to be like super permanent that they're going <laughs> to, you know, show up to the race the next day and be crossing the finish line with it on their forehead. So I'm glad. I'm glad it washed off. <laughs> oh, that would be that would be so bad. <laughs> you sign it with like a permanent marker, a permanent yes. Yes, and, I'm very um, glad that was not the case. <laughs> like, man, you have a fly on your head. No, it's just an autograph. But uh, <laughs> just an hey, autograph from like a week ago, you know. <laughs> yeah, back in the day. Listen, shout out to you for doing that. I don't know if I would, <laughs> but it's just I've seen like athletes sign babies. Uh. But I've never seen the forehead. The so, kids are getting creative these days. That's all listen, I can say. Yes, <laughs> these kids are getting creative. It, listen, <laughs> I was a little stumped by it. I guess still am, but because I'm like, that's 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 on your head. Like, yep, yep. Um, I'm in the same boat. Oh, <laughs> uh, but listen, it's all good. It's all love. It's all love. We're gonna wrap this up, and then we're gonna get to our rapid fire real quick. So you're headed into the season. Who the pest? 2023 we already know you prime time you've been showing that consistently the past couple of years what are you looking forward to the most this season yeah that's a great question i think i mean you know kind of full circle but back to the beginning you know like reflecting on last season i think i am just like i'm excited to um put myself in a lot of different racing scenarios and you know, take risks. I think that's definitely something that, you know, I've been like hesitant at times to do in the past. And I think, again, you know, when we talk about the mental side of things, I think just, you know, really working on like building that confidence where, you know, like I see myself as like being up there in the mix and and not backing down and being, you know, afraid, um, but being like really excited to seize an opportunity and, and see what you can do. And yeah, that's, I think that's what I'm, you know, really most excited for is just to be getting a lot of different race situations and um, take risks and try to find like where, you know, my limit or or edge um, truly is. Have you had a successful off season so far, you'd say? Yes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I I actually think like um, when I finished, I finished the season in September and then did a little bit of um, traveling um, in Europe. And I would say I've spent just like a lot of time with, with friends and family. And I feel like actually this was probably one of the, um, like best I've been in the off season at like really taking a full step away from running. And I actually feel like that's been really, really, really big for me. Um, you know, mentally and physically, but like particularly mentally, like, like I said, I think I feel really, you know, like motivated and, and excited for the year ahead. Um, because I feel like I fully kind of got, got that step back. Um, Cause I think that can be hard to do. Like I said, you end the season and you're like, you know, fired up about like, okay, what can I do differently next year? We want to get back into it. But I think, um, you know, really working on like taking that step back first has, has been something that 
that's been really big for me this year. Last question, then we're going to get to down the home stretch. What advice would you give for younger runners following in your footsteps? Ooh, great question. Um, I would say, oh, man. Um, I would say really, um, you know, kind of take the time, like you asked me at the beginning, to um, like look back on on what you've done and um, get momentum, like celebrate and get momentum from that. Um, I think it's it's really, really easy in this sport to always like be wanting more or, you know, comparing to other people. But I think like really um, finding that patience and, and consistency and um, like celebrating all the steps you're taking forward, even if it's you're not ultimately where where you want to be yet. I think that's something that's that's really important to do and allows you to like continue to find joy and excitement in the sport instead of, you know, kind of approaching it from a perspective of like nothing being good enough or being far away from you want to be. So I think, yeah, keeping that, like that joy and momentum and excitement from, from celebrating this, the steps forward and, and the growth and the learning that comes with it. Marshawn Lynch said it best and it echoes what you've said the last two answers. This is PC or PG. So nobody needs to worry about it <laughs> being cursing. <laughs> Take care of your mentals your chickens, and your bread, um, which means take care of your mental health. I still have to figure out what the chickens mean. Um, <laughs> and then, obviously, from a financial standpoint. So uh, maybe the chicken is those around you. Or maybe it's yeah. the two-piece that, you know, or, or whatever the case might be. Maybe that's just my mind. But regardless, <laughs> I like, it, have, I like it. Yeah, you have survived the interrogation process now. We are on to the hard stuff. This segment oh, is no. called Down the Home Stretch. I'm going to ask you a few rapid fire questions, and I want you to answer them to the best of your ability. If I ask you to elaborate, then don't worry about it. It will not count against the time. And I'll do this for you. I'll do this for you. If you need an extra 10 seconds, then you can reflect the question back to me <laughs> as, okay. as, as, as practice. If you do not answer these questions to the best of your ability as fast as you can, I really don't care. It's all good. It ain't, it ain't nothing. <laughs> wow, you're you're really uh, this is high stakes, high pressure, high stakes situation. It ain't, <laughs> listen, it, it it it's it's no pressure. Again, I don't care. It, you know, like, it's all good. It's all good. Are you ready? I think so. Okay. If there was a food that you had to live with and the food that you could live without, what would they be? Ooh, um, I could live with steak and i could live without uh broccoli okay that's fair um anything that looks like a tree is, is something i understand you <laughs> uh what kind of steak um probably a filet that's what that's all i'm talking about oh that's where we that's where we disagree Ooh, really okay. I what mean, are you medium listen, i'm like medium I well know, but well i Ooh. I wasn't well done, but I have gone <laughs> to a medium well. So I'm a medium well. And if I have to, if I have to, I'll do medium. 
but I don't like blood, and I know that you, you know, you, you shadow some people, so you like blood, and you, you know, and all that <laughs> stuff. But I can't, I can't eat it. You know, that, I, if it's still mooing, take it off my plate. That's how I look. All right, all right. Um, and, and medium rare to rare is mooing. You can hear the cow mooing. You can feel the heartbeat. So that's that's not me. But the fillet is the best cut, in my opinion. So I'm, I'm with you on that. Okay, what's, okay. What's, what's the last television show that you binge watch? Um. What did I just watch? I just finished a show called Sex Education on Netflix. Who played in that? I've, I've heard of that. Uh, who is that? Um, I honestly don't even know. Fair enough. Um, okay. Yeah. Cool. If you could be a guest on any talk show, what show would you be a guest on? Oh, shoot. Um... Oh man, you're something new. This one, this is not rapid fire. Um, <laughs> I guess, hmm. I don't know. I really want to meet Oprah, so I'm probably just going to go Oprah. Okay, I guess that's... it's not really like, yeah, I just, I don't know. She had a show, and she, you know, that's, <laughs> that, that, that counts. Uh, I mostly you, just want to meet her, you know? I know it's not really a talk show right now, but I don't yeah. know. She seems like a, a really fun personality and energy, so. Okay, not bad. If you had We'll bring to, back a show. <laughs> hey, yeah, bring it back. <laughs> Oprah and Elise, O and E. <laughs> um, if you could go to any concert, what concert would you attend? Ooh. Um, oh, man. any country music concert yeah i probably i've uh i probably will go jordan davis i've been listening to a lot of jordan davis recently so and i've never seen him in concert so i'm gonna go jordan davis i have no <laughs> idea who that is but jordan let's get at least to a concert <laughs> all right that, that's what we can do all right a uh, few more questions for you dream vacation spot Ooh, um i really want to go to um greece and then um, I also really um, want to go to Kenya. Okay, sounds good. Yeah. If, let's just say, they're going to make a movie about your life, who is the actress that you want to portray your character? Play your character? Oh, gosh. Wow, you are really summing me with these questions. Um... I don't even know. Um, yeah, I don't know. Can I can I uh, have you tap in and answer the question instead? Is that allowed on the rapid fire roll? Oh, like who I think should play your character? Who would you want to play your character? Oh. Uh, I'll really put you on the spot. Yeah, I don't like you now. <laughs> Let's just go with um, Chris Tucker or Denzel or um, one of those three. Um, yeah, one of those. I think Kristen Bell would play your character really well. Oh, okay. Okay. We'll go with that. We'll go with Kristen um, Bell. Yeah, we'll, we'll do that. We'll do that. <laughs> um, all right. A couple more questions. What is a holiday song that brings you Christmas cheer? Uh, what Christmas means to me. 
there's a thousand different versions of that. But which version? Like who sings? Uh, um, I'm pretty sure it's Stevie Wonder. Oh yes, that's the OG. Yeah, burning love. It's Lots so good. I'm so, there, a lot of people don't know that song. I feel like I've talked to a lot of people about it recently, and they are not. They're like, I've never heard that song. And I'm like, how have you never heard that song? That is a crime. Like that, you you need to listen to that just as much as you listen to uh, Zoe Deschanel's and Leon Redbone's "Baby It's Cold Outside." Lots of burning lights. It's so good. There you go. So good. Singing carols. I was Sing just it. listening to that. Yes. Right you know, All these things and more. Oh, that's okay. Sorry, I was just getting into the mood. You know what it's like? You know what it's like? I love it. I think you should, yeah. I think that was incredible. Incredible uh, rendition. I appreciate that. What is a holiday <laughs> tradition that is near and dear to your heart? Um oh man. Um Let's see, I guess one of the like longest standing ones in our family is um, we usually go to church Christmas Eve and then we go to this um, Italian spot called Pasta Jays in Boulder. Um, they always like decorate it um, for Christmas in there. It's like really cozy. Um, so we usually go there right after. And um, I can't, eat. we've been doing that for, yeah, years. So that's that's probably, Probably one of my favorites. Just like really nice family time, uh, Christmas Eve. Thanksgiving food that you could do without. Oh, um, I'm not really cranberry cranberry person. Okay. That's cranberry cool. sauce. Like I love I love like baked good with, with cranberries, but like the cranberry sauce is, yeah. Best. Best era of television. Best era? Yes. Oh gosh. Um. I don't know. Honestly. See, I'm a I'm a '90s brother myself. You know, Rugrats, Hey Arnold, Rocket Power, all that's my jam. Um, then there's like the 2000s, where it's like that's so Raven and all that other stuff. Ooh, um, I'll probably go. I'll probably go 2000s. Sisters and I used to watch a lot of that So Raven growing up. That was our that was our jam. So, <laughs> uh, so it, was that a pun or was it just like just because that was like one of her things? That's my jam. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, got a got a quoter. All right. <laughs> no, that was unintentional, but <laughs> unintentional. Last last question, and it's the most important question that you will answer. Why does kindness matter to you? Oh man. Um, wow. Wow, this is a, this is a deep question. Um, it kind of goes back to, you know, I just feel like we, we're all connected and we all, I strongly believe that we all want the same things out of life. Um, you know, we all want, you know, our basic needs met, but like connection, love, belonging, um, and... I think kindness matters because um, everyone's going through different things in this life, but we're all, I feel like, again, we're all um, connected and we all want the same things. And um, so I think there's kindness is 
is important because yeah, I think there's a base level of like understanding and, and connection and we're all just trying to do the best we can out here. So kindness and patience is key. Whenever you answered that, just in my head, high school musicals were all in this <laughs> together. <laughs> like that just is such a beautiful answer. Like that's 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 the that's the theme song uh, for such a great answer that's filled with great facts. Elise, in the spirit of Christmas cheer, you have survived down the home stretch, and I'm going to give you a gold medal. I'm going to give you the gold medal on our. Wow! Thank you. Um, so once the show does get a sponsor you can expect one of those 99 cent trophies from united trophies on mills avenue here in Orlando, florida uh in the mail um so it's gonna be something on spongebob he had you know i don't know if you've seen spongebob but smitty wagerman hezerman jenkins whatever it was that kind of trophy that says he was number one so those are the trophies that will be mailed out to all of the proverbial gold medal winners i appreciate you coming on the show where can the good people of the world find you and support your journey oh man uh thanks for having me this has been great um i'm yeah i'm mostly just on instagram elise.cranny so that's where that's where i can be found Lisa's going to be balling out in 2023, and it is going to be a sight to see. It was such a pleasure to have you on the show. Everybody else, you know where to find me. Please look in the show notes for all the links on YouTube. Uh, be sure to subscribe to that because you know that Wings and Hot Take show is popping and it is fun, um, as well as where you can get this podcast and all the other social links on Instagram, Twitter, etc. Until next time, hope your holidays is happy, you'll tie and merry cheer. Peace.